who's gonna replace me? I, I really want to know. A chimp. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Although I don't know if you can hear poop being thrown. Welcome to the Innovation Overground, where we dig into some of those amazing discoveries that we often hear about from academia, but never seem to actually touch our lives in any meaningful way. We want to help push those discoveries and innovations into the marketplace so they can become actual things. Thank you for joining us. We're sponsored by Unimed, the Technology Transfer and Commercialization Office for the University of Nebraska. My name is Charlie Litton. I'm joined by Joe Runke and Tyler Shares. How's it going, Joe? Hi, Charlie. It's been a while since we've done this. I, I feel like, um, I know we, we took a couple of weeks off, and so I feel like I don't know what we're doing anymore. I thought we have a show every week. We do, but spoiler alert, we record these sometimes. And, and, in and, batches? In batches. and so This is a fresh batch it, of innovation? A fresh batch of innovation. And <laughs> the next episode will be a little bit stale. But, That's true. Uh, have a raisin in it. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not yet expired. <laughs> not yet. Ex- yeah. And uh, so that was uh, Tyler. Hi, Tyler. How's it going? Hey, good. How you doing, Charlie? So Tyler is a licensing associate in our office at Unimed. He's the bona fide PhD here. Smartest one in the room, right? We're still going with that. That is a very smart expression. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I was going for. Okay, you close your mouth. Um, <laughs> and while Tyler closes his mouth, please take a moment to review the podcast. Please rate it. Please tell your friends we're looking to be the front porch of all university innovation worldwide, even more Mars. <laughs> Are we going intergalactic now? Is... I think we just did. <laughs> well, we did go inter, intra. All right. I think it's time we went over. Uh, speaking of planets, um, I want to look at the – I mean, it's obvious. I think we can say safely that the planet is getting a tish warmer. A skosh. We're in the middle of June, and it's pretty hot out right now. Um, is there – I mean, we can forget about what caused it, but can we look at how it's impacting health? Because I saw yeah. something in um, – and it kind of – it grossed me out. It freaked me out. There's no need to be. It's an irrational fear. But I saw that there's like this strange uptick in something called rat lung hookworms or rat – Rat, rat lungworm. Rat lungworm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I Parasitic saw it. worm. And so I, I think the way to get it, uh, at least the way some dude in Hawaii got it, was he was dared to eat um, a slug or a snail. Yeah, no, that's raw. right. Yeah. And that, and that's how you get it. So yeah. don't eat you know garden slugs and you should be good. That's actually the way that everyone gets a parasitic oh worm. It's on a dare. It's always on a dare. <laughs> so it's usually fine. It, it 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 sometimes will end up inside your brain where your where your immune system takes care of it. It can and, it, it can lead to death if there's oops. if there's increased if there's too much swelling. So your oh your immune God. system takes care of it by basically walling it off. Okay. <laughs> but it eventually goes away eventually, right? Most uh, for, in most cases. It, it, yeah, which I, is to I say, think it probably in most cases there aren't a lot of incidences. I think there were like three or five or something like that in the United States last year. Yeah, so it's, it's not a yeah. it's not a huge problem. But yeah. you know, we are there is talk about things escaping from the sort of tropical areas, you know. Oh yeah, definitely. Like malaria. What else, Tyler? Is there anything else you can think well, of? Well, most of life on the planet lives around the equator where there's the most energy. Huh. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense, right? That's where the most sunlight hits. Really? And okay. yeah, so that's the most plants and the most things that, that eat plants. So uh, that also includes nasty forms of life like 
um, yeah, like uh, mosquitoes, uh, uh, worms, um, all sorts of uh, viruses, bacteria, all sorts of things that we don't generally like. You know, any mosquitoes or worms listening, we still would love to review the podcast, <laughs> even though we called you nasty. <laughs> Give us a call. We'll get you a free T-shirt. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. so that includes no this this worm t-shirts. that you reference that causes uh, that, that nasty uh, meningitis or inflammation in the brain in humans, the rat lungworm. Um, it has a very, a very lovely life cycle. It goes from um, uh, rat, uh, gets, goes through the rat digestive tract and left in little pools of rat feces where it but gets that's the eggs, eaten right? by the slug. Yeah. Right? Yep. That's, so, that's correct. Yeah. yeah okay. Eaten by the slug. And then the rats feed off of the slugs. So then they, they ingest it back in. And it's a vicious circle. And if a human is dared to enter that circle. <laughs> if you're going to enter the rat <laughs> slug there can be dire consequences. Of life, then, yeah, you you could get rat lungworm. Yeah, so this is a type of nematode. And does it live in the rat's lungs? Then is that why they does. call it rat that's lungworm? A, yep. yep. Okay. It's, it's an intuitive name. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right. That's. I might as well quit. I think I've peaked today. <laughs> uh, so what else? Spot what are, is anybody on. working on other things that could help? Um, is anybody anticipating the, the oh, yeah. this move? This move out of the tropics. Yeah. So even without the move. Uh, these the um, nematodes, these type of parasitic worms of which rat lungworm is a member, uh, cause around a billion infections annually. So it's huge already. It's already a huge health problem globally. Um, there's okay. there are um, drugs that have been developed to try to kill these worms, try to treat the infections, and there's already drug resistance that's being developed over the oh, last decade. So. Wow. So now there's a dire need anyway, even without um, thinking about the increased consequences. Okay, so who's working on it? Health. Yeah, so there's uh, some researchers, um, Rafi Arioen, uh, my apologies if I mispronounce the name, at UMass Medical School, who his, lab, you, his lab's working on just a number of different um, drugs, um, anthelmintic compositions. Uh, these are drugs that target nematodes, these parasitic worms. Um, he has a really. So you said helminthintic. That's just a fancy word for worm, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's either the genus or the. That's. I think it's the genus name. Yeah, okay. It's part of the family in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, so actually, he's got a really cool uh, solution here. So it's not a a traditional um, drug or therapeutic or, or like an antibiotic, so to speak. It's not a chemical. It's actually a, a, a probiotic. So he's his lab has engineered bacteria um, to deliver. To actually act as a Trojan horse, you you eat them or digest them, ingest them like a probiotic. They live inside of you, and then they take care of the worms inside of your intestines. Yeah. So this would be like a, like a pill or a drink or yeah, something? Yeah, you could just take it. Um, so you have th- these could be freeze-dried, or they could be in some sort of uh, yummy yogurt or something. So sure. these are like biological weapons. Yeah, guess. it's super cool. That is awesome. These are engineered bacteria. So these. So first off, it's not just any bacteria. It's bacteria that have that have already been uh, known, that, that have been very useful in, in, in food production. So these bacteria are used oh, okay. to make cheeses and, and a lot of dairy products. So they're already, uh, they're, they're known to be well-tolerated. Um, that they, they don't cause disease. So he's just looking at any sort of worm sort of parasite that lives in the human body. In general, this would target a number of different nematodes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So not, Do you know specifics like which ones in particular? Uh, yes. Yeah. So so we're talking 
hookworms, whipworms, um, ascaris. So ascaris as, as well as the, the yeah, I believe so. Yeah, okay. as well as the rat lungworm. I think wow, can target this theoretically as well. So yeah, so these so these bacteria are engineered to produce um, crystal proteins, which basically uh, are ingested by the worms, um, and then they actually uh, kill the worms. It's like worm poison. Okay, so I guess you know disease is moving. Nor, well, away from the equator, for lack of a better term, is sort of a um, kind of treating the symptom sort of thing, you know. But, yeah. you know, it's something else, too. I mean, surely there's scientists working on a way to just stop the warming, right? Oh, yeah. There's, like, crazy plans out there. Really? So sort of just go, yeah, I mean. Well, have... they, what they can do, like terraforming, right? Right, yeah. I mean, they... I was joking. Seriously? No, they really are terraforming, yeah. Okay. How do you uh, terraform how do you ter- the Earth yeah, safely? Exactly. Well, we are doing it right now with carbon dioxide. Safely? Well, I, um, you know, I, I guess, day to day it's safe. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> Remember that carbon dioxide fire? So what are they? Too soon. So what are they doing now? <laughs> so how are they terraforming now? Some of the the proposals are kind of straightforward. Um, make giant mirrors to change the refractive index of the planet, so more of the sunlight shines back out into the the. The, the space where it comes from the space <laughs> <laughs> i talk good today <laughs> we're gonna shoot that light right back at you son yeah that's right we're gonna burn the sun out <laughs> fight sun with sun no but like i mean if you think about it right if there's less heat on the planet you sort of refract it out it's 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 changing on what sort of scale would you have to do something like that a lot for it to be effective it is terraforming sorry so idaho planetary you're now scale. a mirror yeah you know i mean <laughs> i think idaho is a good example now I, I think that the idea is you would disperse uh so instead of giant mirrors you could seed clouds with uh reflective particles so clouds would become more reflectier or you could see clouds to generate more clouds clouds uh cool the the, the planet okay uh, you know so you dramatic I think these are right. fairly um, – uh, what's a nice way to say it? These are very ambitious projects uh, that <laughs> that sort of – A little spicy. They, pie, they, pie cloud in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Uh, they, 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 they seem sort of pro to some sort of horrible blowback. It's yeah. like, no, no, no. Our science changed the planet, so let's use different science to change the planet back to the way it was, right? I mean, yeah, I mean that that just seems pretty obvious. But the issue isn't really that this isn't the sun; it's the trapping the heat with carbon dioxide, right? Isn't there a way to fix that? So, uh, man, it's like you're on point, man. So the the, the one technology that I found that it, that's actually really cool is a group of researchers at the University of California have come up with modified enzymes in plants that improve crop yield. And so if you look at the carbon cycle, right, we breathe out carbon dioxide and and plants fix carbon dioxide. They, They essentially use it to turn it into more plants. And so one way to remove carbon dioxide from the atmosphere, it's one part of it is to more efficiently trap that carbon as plant matter. The okay. problem is, is like if you think about it, you know, plants don't last forever. Eventually, the 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 plant dies, or it's consumed, or that that carbon is otherwise converted. So, oh, the, right. the, so even this technology, which uh, is super cool, it's it's a different enzymatic set that you know improves a hundred percent efficiency of carbon fixation enzymes. So you're gonna 
get twice as much carbon into your plants with these modified enzymes, they will, you, you still need to then remove that carbon from the cycle. So we can go back to our sort of more ambitious, our spicy plan for that. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the hot jar of that version is you would just take these trees and shoot them into space, you know. <laughs> okay. Buy okay. carbon. Or we would just have so much more fossil fuel in like or a thousand years. So <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the milder version is, yes, you sort of compress them underground and, and produce them into fossil fuels. Because think about, you know, fossil fuels are really, really concentrated wells of carbon. Stored are, energy, right? It's a, so, well, it's, they would have stored carbon, right? Stored carbon, right. We Sorry. use it as yeah. energy, yeah. But I mean, in the end, the problem is like all the carbon, what that used to live under the ground as, as petroleum it's now in our air because we're we're burning it right to record podcasts. We're part of the problem, Charlie. <laughs> oh, I thought we no. were carbon free. Oh no, <laughs> no, Tyler was just making that up. Oh, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, so all right, so then you so we grow uh, extra plants and then we bury them. That's that's the way we fix that. That would be one way for carbon okay. fixation, but you'd have to bury only half as many plants using this technology from the University of California. All right. Well, there's. Bonus, sweet, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what I'm getting out of this is we're we're doomed. You know there are uh, there are. Is that the only way to terraform? This giant no, mirrors. We could do what? giant mirrors. Oh man, I've given we're you two come choices. On, giant mirrors. Yeah, come on. Giant mirrors, seeding clouds. Uh, Some sort of <laughs> UV. Protective bubble. <laughs> I, mean, I guess right. our topic was fixing global warming. I probably should have had more than three, but it's pretty good, <laughs> I, I think. Well, I thought I, I thought there was something else. Like, what about big giant carbon filters, like they have on spaceships? Yeah, they're they're plants. <laughs> but you said we have to keep them around or launch them into space. What do you do what? with the filter? What do you do with your furnace filter when you're done with it? I throw it in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Planetary garbage is space. I normally light mine on fire outside. <laughs> but I feel like we need to keep the carbon in the planet, right? It doesn't need to stay terrestrial. Well, because that's it... the mild version where you, you store it underground. Okay. All right. I, th- I think on that note, I think it's time to end it. This is I'm, – I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not satisfied. I feel like we, we could we do bury... a better job terraforming the planet. It's almost we like sci- we need to do another show about terraforming. Let's go, science. Get on it. There's got to be better ideas out there. Come on. Send us send us your uh, your better solutions. I'd like to hear about it. Someone them. solve global warming in our listenership, please. Yes. And we'll only take a little credit for it. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us um, on the Innovation Overground. For Tyler Scher and Joe Runge, I'm Charlie Litton.